Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. Now you'd know by now that every second episode we have a guest uh, in on the show who's in to share their story, their advice, their knowledge, their tricks, their techniques and just give a glimpse and another perspective on how you can live a fulfilled and thriving life in all areas of life. Now, the man we have on this week, it's actually quite serendipitous that he's on this week after we spent last week's episode talking about how to live a life of purpose. Because when I spoke to him about coming on the podcast and he shared his story and some of the themes he wanted to speak about and share from his own story and experience, it really aligned with what we were talking about in the last episode about purpose and finding something that you're passionate about and then going and practicing it and persevering with it and turning it into something great. But that's not all he's going to be speaking about on this episode. He's going to be sharing some great insights into breaking free from negative external influences on on finding yourself and creating that sense of purpose and pursuing it. I'm very excited to have him on. I think this is a case where the introductions are best left to the man himself. But I will say that last time I caught up with the amazing Brandon Willington, who is a founder or co-founder of The Hybrid Minds, I ended up on a stage in front of a few hundred people having a shot of ouzo and then dancing my white boy heart out looking like an absolute fool and loving every moment of it. So I'm excited and terrified to see where this interview leads today and as I've spoken to you guys about before on the podcast, the best things in life come at the crossroads of fear and excitement. So with that said, let's jump straight into those crossroads. Let's welcome him into the studio. Let's start the podcast and let's get this thing rolling. Perfect. So Brandon, welcome to the podcast, mate. Thanks for coming in. It's worked out quite well that we're both in Sydney at it the same time. Quite, so thank you for having me. So he's actually come across from the exact opposite side of the country. A few episodes ago of the podcast, we were recording from Perth, Western Australia, which is actually where Brandon's from, and now he's mm. over in Sydney on the east coast of Australia with us. So it's yeah worked out quite perfectly. Yeah, quite convenient. <laughs> so, mate, take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners, to tell them a bit of your backstory. For those who don't have the fortune of knowing you yet, how would you summarise the last few years and even the last decade of your life? Okay. If I was going to go last decade, that would be from year eight. So, um, uh, in high school, I wasn't the cool kid at all. I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was really bullied a whole lot. Maybe in retrospect, I was, but I definitely wasn't the cool kid. I was kind of a floater. Then I got out of high school and I kind of got into DJing and stuff like that. So, most people that do know me, if they do know me, know me as Wilco, which is my stage name for um, DJing and producing. I don't produce anymore, though. Um, so most people will know me from nightlife, being Perth's token emo DJ kid. Um, those that know me in the business world will know me as a digital marketing nerd. Um, so basically, um, out of high school, I started getting into DJing. I uh, got really super heavy into the nightlife industry. I spent, um, I went viral a couple um, times last year with some like funny cheek and tongue, uh, tongue and cheek mixtapes. Um, Toured a bit in Australia, did some, uh, did a show in the US and things like that. Um, kind of clicked with me that I really uh, didn't want to 
pursue the whole DJ nightlife thing as a be all and end all. It wasn't really satisfying me. Um, and then I got into digital marketing and as nerdy as it sounds, that kind of was my, my higher calling, I suppose. And yeah. then started to follow that. Um, and then founded a uh, digital marketing agency with three other mates that um, we all um, we all know each other from nightlife. So myself, Michael Bell, who was also a DJ as well at Metro's Fair before me, and Tim and Dan, who were shooting photos in the same clubs as us and things like that. So um, it was really just a transition from nerdy high school kid to DJ to DJ slash digital marketing nerd. Yeah. So, yeah. mate, tell me, because I think a lot of people, DJing is one of those... Uh, passions and career paths that I think maybe a lot of people glorify and go, oh, I'd like to do that one day yeah. and be a bit of a wannabe with it. Yeah. When did you start sort of finding for yourself that that was something you were passionate about that you enjoyed and that you could potentially turn into into something? Um, well, I kind of just dabbled with it in high school. I definitely wasn't any good at it. Um, and then... It was really, I kind of quit slash got fired, which is a whole nother podcast episode from, <laughs> from my IT job at the high school I graduated from. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm still living with my parents, so I don't really need like a full-time income, but, you know, some pocket money here and there would be nice. So I kind of jumped into it, just doing like house parties and 18th birthdays. And then like my fourth or fifth gig was to like 700 people. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I might just keep doing this. Mm. And then it kind of just snowballed organically and... I like to describe it as a series of very fortunate accidents mm-hmm. that led to me kind of, um, you know, achieving all the, um, you know, trying to put my ego aside, all the things that I have achieved. Mm. Um, yeah, and then it kind of clicked with me. I was like, oh, I can actually turn this into a full-time job. So um, even now and for a long time, I was, you know, able to pay my rent, put petrol in my car and buy Uber Eats and all that stuff just off of, you know, DJing a couple of nights a week. Um, so I was very fortunate to um, go down that path of, series of fortunate events events mm. and i can imagine mate that as you said it was an organic snowball effect but i imagine there mm. was a few times especially at the start where you're like can i actually oh absolutely do this like is yeah, this actually absolutely. a thing or should yeah, i get 100%. a real job or? <laughs> yeah 100 percent. um the first memory that comes to mind was um i was like i turned 18 i wasn't playing any clubs or anything like that and um it it, it felt really and it's weird because i have the opposite view of it now um at the time i'm like man no one's booking me in clubs because like um like you know i think i'm good but like no one's giving me a shot they're all just giving shots to their mates and this that and the other and um i remember i was um was dating a girl at the time and i was like i, I just really want to quit like i don't want to do it anymore like it's just not working everyone's just booking their mates not mates with anyone so i'm not getting booked and she was like oh but you're really you know, good and she was being really supportive and then that was kind of the she didn't say that i probably in retrospect just like thinking about it now i probably wouldn't have been doing it anymore mm. Um, because there's so many times when you're just like, man, fuck, this just isn't working. Like, no mm. one's booking me. And there's so many opportunities where you can just go, oh, well, I'll just give up. Mm. But um, you, sometimes if, if you don't have that inner voice, you kind of have to rely on, like, someone else saying it. So. Yeah, sometimes you only, need that, you only need that one cheerleader, right? Like, that yeah. one person to go, Yeah, just that one person going. to say, like, well, I really like what you do, so why don't you just keep doing it? And then, yeah. you know, you kind of just keep going. And then, you know, a week later, two weeks later, you get a shot. And you go, oh, okay, well, good thing I didn't give up because it was just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. and we hear about that so much. Oh, yeah, people people like, give up right before. Yeah, because you never really know where the next checkpoint is. Yeah. It could be literally, like, an hour away. Yeah. But you're just stuck in the present. And unless you just hold out for an hour or two mm. hours or two days two weeks two months two years whatever it is you won't know where the next checkpoint is mm. um, which I think is really sad sometimes seeing some people give up yeah well especially when you know that next checkpoint that next change could be right around the corner for all we know yeah um, absolutely so mate talk to me about so you've taken this 
you know, hobby, mm. and then became a bit of a passion. Then you practiced and got better at it and developed it as a skill set. Mm-hmm. Because last week on the podcast, I was talking to people about how people build a sense of purpose in life. It always starts with passion, yep. then it's practice, then it's perseverance through all the shit because there's going to be hard times and, mm. and shit times. And you've done all those three steps to build this sense of purpose, but then you get to this stage where, as you said, you started going viral, you did some tours, you went to the US, and that was last year, but I also know that last year was, again, you hit that rocky patch of, mm. I don't want to keep doing this. Mm. So run me through, because I think a lot of people pursue success, and by mm. all means, you were starting to become quite successful in this as a mm. pursuit, yeah. and then got there and went, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Run us through that. Yeah, so I've explained this to a couple of people. So basically, like, if you were to... And this is only an audio podcast, so I can't explain what my hands are doing with these motions and stuff like that. But if you were to say, basically make a scale and like, let's say you get a whiteboard, you mark the bottom as like day one, I decide I want to be a DJ. Top of the whiteboard is, hey, I'm Skrillex now. Everybody knows me. I'm mm. a major influence in the music scene and stuff like that. When you're at the bottom, everything that's ahead of you and above of you looks really great because you haven't experienced it yet. Mm. And you move up, you go, yeah, that was really cool. Let's keep going. Mm. You move up. Yeah, that was cool. Let's keep going. And then last year was kind of the point where I got... I don't know where I got on the scale, but I got to a point on the scale where I was like, I got a taste of what was the next step for me. Mm. And I was like, hey, I really don't like that. Mm. It was, um, it was a number of things. Like, for example, I don't, I don't really like, I'm pretty antisocial, so I don't really like networking and have, have, well, at least having to force myself to network with people and it seems a little bit fake and this, that and the other. I won't get into it too much, but mm. basically I got to this point where I had a little bit of a taste of the next step for me. Mm. And I was just like, I'm really not into that. And then mm. I kind of just realized, I'm like, hey, I'm really just happy just being here at whatever level this is, just being a local DJ, playing my sets at Metro 3 every Saturday. You know, I've got a good set, I've got a decent profile. I'm like, I'm just really happy just being here. Yeah. I don't want whatever is next for me because I've had a taste of it, had the free trial, don't want it. Yeah. I'm just really happy just sitting here. So that was kind of, um, um, and, and that, that's not to discourage some people. It's like, I, sometimes I tell some people that story and they go, oh, but like, you know, I, I want to get to that. And, and you're telling me that I'm not going to want it. I'm not saying you're not going to want it. I'm just going to say like, it, it's just not for me. You might get yeah. to it and go, yeah, this is really sick. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And all power to you. Like, I encourage you to keep going. But um, having some self-awareness, because if I was to keep going myself, it would just be for pure vanity and ego mm. rather than passion. I wouldn't yep. enjoy it anymore. Whereas now I have the self-awareness to go, oh, I just don't want it. I just yeah. want to stay here at yeah. level five out of ten or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's cool to see that and have that self-awareness. And because I think too many people get stuck in that achievement trap, right? Like mm. it's like there's always the next level, always the next level, always, and I have to go to the next level, and I have to go to the next. I feel level. like there's a pressure that you need to keep proving yourself, and you can do the next thing to people. Yeah, and I, I felt that pressure last year because I was like, oh, I had this one mixtape go viral, and like I don't want to be a one, you know, shot wonder, mm. whatever you call it. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna make another mixtape, and then you got pressure for like a third stupid mixtape I'm like I just don't want to do it like don't let me do it you know mm. um, so you've got to kind of listen to your own instinct and be like hey if you don't want it you don't have to do it and I was telling you to do it yeah yeah and I think that's so powerful to have that self-awareness to go that was really important I don't have to keep moving no. I can be genuinely happy and enjoy where I'm at Absolutely. and then even have the space and, and the freedom to explore other things which is exactly what yeah. what you've done yeah absolutely um, so run us through that because I know the Hybrid Minds is, is a very new project it's yep. you know a few months in yep. um, run me through that sort of transition so you're at yeah. last year and you're like I don't want to keep going any further I'm not enjoying yeah, this I'm yeah. very happy where I am I'm also interested in this yeah, so this is kind of a funny story because it happened perfect timing. So I was actually in LA and I was chilling at a mate's house in Hollywood. We were just working on a track together. So he's another DJ producer, Zaki. 
and we were just working on a track together. It never came out, but <laughs> we were working on a track together, and he's super into entrepreneurship in, you know, educating yourself and bettering yourself. And we were exchanging like courses that we like illegally downloaded off some forums on the internet. Mm. And he gave me um, Ty Lopez's, and let me explain first. He gave me Ty Lopez's social media agency masterclass. I don't know what it's called, but basically yeah. it was this little video course on social media marketing. And um, I was on the, um, I remember exactly because I started to stop watching my phone. It took me from checking out of my hotel to getting home, it took me like 37 hours to get from LA, checking out my hotel in LA to getting back to Perth and walking back in from my apartment door. Yeah. And so I had 36 hours to kill. So I'm like, all right, so I'm going to watch this course. And I watched it and I didn't really go on with any high expectations. And in retrospect, the content, like in retrospect, the content wasn't very great, mm-hmm. but it was a spark that I needed to go, oh, I actually really like this. I find this mm-hmm. really interesting. I find marketing and digital marketing super creative. And then um, I remember dad actually picked me up from the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, Perth Domestic Terminal 3 and he was like how was it I'm like I don't want, ever want to do that again don't mm-hmm. ever let me get on a plane to go to DJ so I don't want to do it and um, I got back and I'm like well, what are you going to do now you don't want to be a DJ anymore or at least you mm-hmm. don't want that next step is what mm-hmm. I don't want and I was like oh this marketing thing's really cool let's keep watching this mm-hmm. and so I kept watching it and I remember I went to the office arcade nightclub and promotions manager there and I talked to the manager and I just talked his ear off like an hour straight about yeah. all this stuff that I learned. I'm like, we're going to build a website. We're going to put the Facebook pixel on this, that, and the other. We're going to like target this custom audience, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He had no idea what I was talking about. But he was like, this sounds really cool. You go do that. Yeah. And he was like, he gave me the free reign to go like, yeah, just go build a website. Go do whatever you want. Do this, that, and the other. And then I got to experiment and go, I really like this. Mm. And then that became my like weekday purpose. Mm. And DJing became my weekend purpose. Yeah, yeah. And that, that was a really, and we talked about this briefly like an hour ago over dinner but that became a really pivotal pivotal um kind of paradigm shift yeah because before that prior to that all i was doing was just djing yeah and nightlife and nightclubs and this that and parties and all this and the other and because that was all i was doing that's typically meant to be people's reward Mm. for finishing their week but for me it was just literally all i did so Mm. what was meant to be a reward just felt like work Mm. Whereas now I was doing all this stuff during the week. I was doing marketing for you know barbers and you know small little clients here and there. And then I was like, cool, I did all this stuff, all this work, all this other purpose during the week, which mm. I really enjoy. But now I get this reward on the weekend, and this mm. this feels like a reward now. It doesn't feel like work anymore. Yeah. Because prior to that, I was like, I don't want to be a DJ anymore. Yeah. I would have quit if yeah. I didn't find this you know higher purpose of installing Facebook pixels on people's websites <laughs> and tracking stuff like that. You know. Um. So that was really important to me. Yeah, but man, it highlights so, so well, you know, this misconception again that we are talking about on last week's episode of the podcast that people seem to think they have to have one purpose for life and they box themselves in and they they tie their identity to it and they're like, this is me for life, I can't have any other sense of purpose or passion. Yeah. When that's not the case, as you no. said, you've got your, your week purpose now mm. and your weekend purpose and they're both equally valid, they're both yeah. equally valuable, Absolutely. they both bring something to your life that the other one doesn't. Yeah. Um, and again, you followed the three steps to build purpose there. It was that sense of passion of you did the course yep. on the way home and went, yep. this is interesting. Yeah, this is cool. Then and you then... went practice and you're like, yep. hey, let me do this with someone. Yep. And then it was perseverance. That's, that's keep doing this yep. and keep getting better at it and keep going through the hard times. Yep. Kept doing it. And then, you know, a couple months later, I went, I think for four or five months ago now, uh, myself, Michael Bell, Tim Green, Dan Parrish, we um, founded the Hybrid Minds together. Mm. And, you know, we all used to work in nightclubs together, so we're all good mates. And now we just get to do what we really enjoy outside of nightclubs together yeah. during the week. So it's really cool. Yeah, which is such a cool thing to do. And anyway, So tell me about 
Because I know another thing that you're really passionate about sharing with people and talking to people about is this idea of allowing yourself to to break free of or maybe let go of. Uh, I'm going to be interested to hear how you describe this. Mm. Other people's expectations and external influences that maybe were good for you at a time but yep. are no longer that good for you. Yeah. Um, run us through that because it sounds yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. been a shift there for you in the last couple of years. Yeah, so I've had this conversation with... Typically, I have it with a lot of younger DJs as mm. kind of a... I don't know. Not a warning. That's probably not the best <laughs> word. But I'm now imagining you in like a big leather chair <laughs> with like a robe and a fireplace, and you're like, "Come in, let me tell yeah, you the let tales. Me, let me tell you about how dark it's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> the lights dim, the yeah. fire goes out, <laughs> the doors lock. But yeah, um, so I mean, I don't need to get into details, but the nightlife industry isn't the most positive of influences to be swimming in. Mm. Um. You're not hanging out with the most positive people. You're not putting the healthiest stuff inside of your body. Yep. Um, and for a long time, that was... I mean, if I was going to be pretty uh, frank about it, like I think 2016 um, to... Probably 2016, 2017 was a pretty... I won't use the word depressed because I don't feel like I qualify for that because it's like clinical diagnosis and things mm. like that. But I think a lot of my friends would describe it as that. But I would I say I spent those that period being pretty sad. Yep. Um, and it was a mixture of, um, you know, I was finding a, a... I didn't value the purpose that I designed to myself, which is being a nightclub DJ. And then you combine that with, you know, the late nights, the lack of sleep, the people you're hanging out with that aren't the best influences on you. And you know a number of different factors and you kind of get the end product which is like oh i don't really feel so good all the time mm. and then um i think a lot of people that are friends with me or at least have me on facebook would would agree that my facebook statuses now are a lot more cheerful than they mm. were a good year ago oh well, yeah we've, we've only been friends for a couple months and you've known me for the happier part but yeah. um trying to break away from that and build the way i kind of describe it is to build positive habits to outweigh your bad habits mm. Um, and there's a number of different things and I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a f- personal trainer I'm not a psychologist or anything like that but um, needing to find your purpose and then understanding that the stuff you put in your body whether it's food, alcohol or whatever it's a you're really building your cells with that Yeah. and that has a massive influence on you and I think another thing and I don't want to get too deep into it I, th- I feel like this generation's media kind of romanticizes mm. mental health mm. like shows like I mean I'm, I'm guilty of it I like watching um, Skins UK and all that stuff they kind of romanticize it and if you've got a Tumblr account you can't scroll past more than three posts without going some black and white gif about how sad you are and how you know, cute it is or whatever and they're kind mm. of romanticizing that way um, but I think people need to have more awareness of that because people don't want to be sad but I feel like they kind of just push themselves into it mm. Um, but having that awareness to understand where you are mm. and what's influencing you is really important and, and that goes from case to case so for me it was like I was working five nights a week and I was hung over six days of the week and mm. this that and the other and that's not really a good formula for you know having a happy life like now I'm like my, my friends are envious of me because they think I'm invincible right mm. like I don't get hangovers because I've got a bunch of you know counter the you know, hacks for that and things mm-hmm. like that you know I exercise regularly I've got a personal trainer Nick that flogs me two days of the week and I yeah. train myself two other days of the week I've got a meal plan um, again I've 
circling back, I've got purpose now. I've got mm. my weekday purpose and my reward on the weekend. And finding that balance and those actions and the, those habits, which we actually talked about today, yeah. really, really important to finding your, you know, getting you out of a you know two year long rut of just being a local DJ with some bad habits. Yeah, because I think a lot of people when they get stuck in that rut of bad habits, or maybe. You, know, you said not feeling all that great and just turning the wheels but not going anywhere mm. a lot of people get stuck in that and they start thinking okay I need to make these giant changes to break free of this mm. and that's fucking overwhelming so they don't make yeah. any change yeah, yeah. I love that idea of you were like okay well it's, it's about the fundamentals like that's yeah. um, you know, funnily enough one of our um, emails we send out to our, to our members this week we do an active journaling email twice a week where we send that. out yeah. little questions to prompt people and get them thinking one of them was time to be a basic bitch Right, yeah, like I just take one, yeah, things yeah, yeah. back to fundamentals. Yep. Get back to basics. Yep. Don't overcomplicate it. Exactly as you said. Like, what are you putting in your body? Because that's going to become your cells. Yeah. Right. Like, what are you doing with your sleep? Yeah. What are you doing with a sense of purpose and direction in your yep. life? Like, yep. what are you doing with self-esteem? Or who are the people you're hanging out with? If yeah, you I think bring the it to people basics, you hang out with is, is a massive influence too. Yeah. What do they say? Where the average you're the, you're the average you're the five people you hang out with most is that it? Something yeah, like that? the average of the five people you hang out with most, and they've proven that time and time again. I mean, mm. we're we're pack animals, right? Mm. We've got this driving biological need to be accepted by the by the herd. So if the herd is all doing, you know. Late night drinking, going hard, hangovers five, six days a week. There's a primal part of the brain that goes, I have to do that. Otherwise, I'll be kicked out of the herd. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's hard for us to develop these healthy habits if we're in a tribe that's not having healthy habits themselves. And that's not to talk down on my friends and not. Not at all. A lot of them are actually really... I'm actually quite lucky that a lot of the DJs, photographers, venue managers, um, promoters and stuff that I hang out with are actually really quite good influences. Yeah, nice. Um... But yeah, it's just, it is easy to fall into that bubble of, because there's a lot of them that are yeah. influences, but I'm, I'm quite lucky actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is quite powerful. Uh-huh. So mate, looking back on the last couple years of your life, especially where you've been going through these changes and you uh-huh. know, setting yourself up as being in a much happier, more thriving place, mm-hmm. what do you think sort of the three key pivotal changes or decisions or actions that you took that, that led to that. If there was only three things you could give people listening to this podcast interview yeah. and say, if, if you could do nothing else but these three things, start with these three, think about these three, do these three, what do you think from your experience and your story those three would be? Okay, it's a hard one, but number one would absolutely be your purpose. Mm. Um, so honest, I feel like, and I kind of wrote about this a little bit today, I feel like too many people live life by daily accidents. Yes. Rather than saying, hey, so I want this, what do I need to do today to do this? And we did this today. Yeah. Um, and I, I think having a broader picture of what you want to be in six months' time, one year's time, two years' time, ten years' time, um, and then going, okay, what do I need to do today that's actionable, like just mm. doing this one little thing today gets me a little bit closer to that. Yep. So I think for one that's really important finding a purpose and then knowing what do I do today to get towards it yeah two I think the environment that you willingly put yourself into yep is a huge influence as well so for example like I spent a good two three years DJing four to five nights a week yeah you know being I literally I I can probably count my right hand the number of times I saw daylight Mm. touch my skin yeah and Understanding the effects of the situations and environments and people that you hang out with puts you into, mm-hmm. and knowing okay, well that's not good, but what can I actually do about it that's reasonable? Yeah. Like for example, just like I probably never woke up before lunchtime. I wake up at eight a.m. now. It's not the earliest 
entrepreneur trendy thing. I'm not getting mm. up at four AM or anything like that. Yep. But understanding like, okay, well, why why am I just lying in bed today? Mm. Like, is it because I don't have any purpose? Which circles mm. back to number one. Yeah, it's because so you're not getting out of the bed because you don't have anything to do. You have no drive to get out of bed, put socks on, have you know, have a shower, do this, that, and the other, and go yep. do something. Yeah. Number three would be really hard, but. And this is, um, <laughs> some people are going to laugh about this because unless they've known me for the, unless they've only known me for the last six months, but I'd, I'd have to be the one to make the Fitzbo claim and say, <laughs> just go out and work out and yep. pay attention to what you eat. Yep. Because um, like we said, what you eat is going to rebuild your cells. Yep. You know, exercise releases endorphins. Um, and then the results that you see from exercising, like just when you just look at yourself in the mirror before you get in the shower and go, oh, there's like a little ridge there on my chest now. There's a yeah, muscle yeah. there. That's awesome. Yeah. And you go, sick. Why did that happen? It's because I was going to the gym. And they go, yeah. oh, sweet. I'm just going to do that more. Yep. And now like maybe a year ago, man, it would be so hard to get me to the gym. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, cool. There's like a muscle here in my arm and I didn't know you could grow one there. Yeah. It's a tricep. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, dude, I haven't, I've, I've, I missed one personal training session in the eight months that I've had. I've had two personal trainers. One, the first one we back to the UK, I missed one personal training session because I literally felt like I was on my deathbed with the flu. Yeah. I haven't missed a single personal training session and I actively go out of my way to exercise at least four or five times a week. Yeah. And that alone is enough to just make you go, oh, well, I really like these changes. It's releasing mm. endorphins. I don't need to get the whole biochemistry of it. Yeah. But just what you eat and what you do. Yeah, definitely. Exercise-wise, I think is the most practical way to do it. And it's hard, man. Like, honestly, if I was if I was to start, like, from dead bottom, never exercised ever, mm. I would literally be like, okay, get out of bed. Just, just start with day one. You just get out of bed, put shoes on, and get outside. Yep. Don't need to go anywhere. Just get outside. Yep. And then day two, do the same thing, but walk down the street. Yep. And then day three, just walk past the traffic intersection. Yep. And then just try to block it like that. I feel like too many people go like, I need to buy a bunch of stuff from a bunch of tights from ASOS and start running mar- marathons you don't need to man just start yeah. small because yeah. or else you're just going to get scared off of it and never do it again 100% and I think that's true in any change right like, oh you know, absolutely you know, fitness, any habits you know, yeah. when you wake up start literally small. anything just start small and just work towards it it's so much easier and more rewarding than trying to go all out from the get go because 9 times out of 10 you're just going to hate yourself and not want to do it anymore Hundred percent. So, mate, to summarise, such powerful takeaways. You know, first one being finding and developing that clear sense of purpose, or even purposes, right? Like having more than one, as as you've done over the last couple of years for yourself. Mm. Being really consciously aware of the situations and the environments that you're putting yourself in, the people you surround yourself with, how that's impacting you, and whether you're okay with that. And then, if you're not, what can you do to change it? And then, yeah, third one, as you said, just just get back to basics. Exercise, eat well, start small with that. Take those baby steps. They're such powerful lessons and, and I am sitting here the whole time during the interview thinking, man, it was so fortunate that we could get you on this week <laughs> because I literally just did a whole episode about this last week with everyone and just I think your story really helped bring the concepts I was talking about and, and display them in a relatable, personal way where people can go, oh, that's what we're talking about, yeah. about purpose. Yeah. So, man, I really do appreciate that. I really right, appreciate you and your time. I think it's a great opportunity to kind of spread this sort of message because I don't really get the opportunity to kind of vocalize the, yeah. I suppose, deeper stuff. Usually people just ask me about a mixtape that I made last yeah, year. So yeah, yeah. I suppose this is a little bit more beneficial for everyone. Definitely, mate. I really appreciate it. I think you've got a lot of value in your message and a lot of value to share, and I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. So, no thank you so much, man. Thank you. Beautiful. Excellent.
What a perfect way to highlight and capture some of the key themes we're talking about in last week's episode of the podcast, but then also to go a bit deeper on those themes and explore them further and, of course, add some more value in uh, yeah, the key takeaways and lessons that Brendan shared with us. Now, if you do want to connect with Brendan more, I highly recommend doing so. You can find him on Facebook. Check out The Hybrid Minds. And uh, he's actually right next to me whilst I'm finishing this up. Where else can they get in touch with you, Brendan? Uh, DJing or marketing? Both. Uh, you as a human being. Uh, so my Instagram's just at Wilco Music. Wilco spelled W-I-L-L-C-O music. Um, probably the best place to connect with me and then if you just search Wilco on Facebook I pop up but uh, yeah if you want to get attention on the internet Hybrid Minds is the place to go <laughs> and where do you normally DJ at? Uh, Metropolis Fremantle and if you are in Perth or WA drop into Metropolis Fremantle I promise you it's going to be a wild night and a so fun nice. night and uh, say hey to him but uh, once again thank you so much for investing your time in yourself by listening to this podcast I know for a fact that every single week we're bringing so much value and the feedback I'm getting from you all is amazing. As always, if you have any key topics or questions that you would like to ask us or topics you'd like us to cover, email them through to grow, that's G-R-O-W, at bucoaching.org. And if you wanted to jump on board with that active journaling challenge that we mentioned on this week's episode, where you get those questions to really prompt you to go deeper into your psychology and your mindset and understand what makes you tick, Make sure you flick through an email to grow at bucoaching.org saying you want to jump on the Active Journaling Challenge. We'll get you hooked up with that for free. And as usual, as always, from the bottom of my heart, straight out to yours, be empowered, be exceptional, and be you. I'll talk to you next episode.